This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word show to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word show, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text show to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 2. It just so happens to be the Eric Erickson Show. Guess who I am? And it's an open line Friday, 877-973-7425, should you wish to be on the program. So I saw this morning online that my podcast is now the 28th most listened to conservative podcast in the nation. I would love to get that number higher. If you text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777, you can subscribe. I'll send you back the links to Spotify, Google Play, Apple, you name even the live stream, too. I'd rather you listen on radio. But, you know, it helps you drive those numbers up. I mean, so many of these, so so many radio companies are putting podcasts on. Uh, and here I am doing a radio show, which is so much better for radio. Uh, not that I'm resentful or anything. <laughs> but... Drive up the numbers. It makes me look good. Text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Subscribe. Listen. Follow me on social media. I'll be cooking this weekend, so you should follow me on Instagram. Now, I'm here to beat a dead horse. I actually got my first Lister complaint on this yesterday that I spend too much time on this topic, so I feel I should apologize. However, it's such a deliciously ripe topic. Them electric vehicles. I'm not going to dwell on the point, but there is news you should know about. After the much-hyped Ford F-150 Lightning, uh, Ford has decided to reduce the number of workers making it because there's not a lot of demand. 1,400 employees will be impacted at the Rouge Electric Vehicle Center uh, transitions to one shift. The company said it expects continued growth in EV sales, though it's going to be less than anticipated, pretty significantly less than anticipated. In a sign that traditional gas power vehicles uh, demand remains strong, Ford said it was hiring nearly 900 new employees and adding 700 employees for a third shift at its me uh, Michigan assembly plant for the Bronco and the Bronco Raptor SUV and the Ranger and Ranger Raptor pickup trucks. They're trying to balance demand. Now, okay, first of all, can I say something? I like the Bronco. I, I think Ford did a good job releasing a, a Bronco. I wish they'd do a full-size, call it the OJ model. Uh, I, I wish they would do a full-size Bronco re-release. However, that being said, and I don't want to worry those of you who do it, I, 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 
I know somebody who listens who works at the FCC who's who's got a, a Bronco. He doesn't do like his 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 concern is tower stuff, not 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 radio stuff. But he's got a Bronco and it's nice. My wife was looking at him. Have you all seen the crash tests for the Bronco? Not to not to freak you out if you own one, but they're really really not safe vehicles in crashes. Um, it's like really bad in the crash tests I've seen. Uh, so much so, like we've got a friend who was going to buy one for their kid as a graduation present from high school. Saw that video, was like, uh, "Nope, not getting that." But they're extremely popular. They're cool vehicles. Apparently, fun to drive. They look cool. I, I just, I, I mean, I, I like the old Bronco, and I wish they'd do a full size one. So there's a there's a company near me. I follow them on Instagram, and they they renovate vintage Broncos, and they do a really good job. But they're like they're like six figures. There's no way I could afford one of these things. They're gorgeous vehicles, absolutely gorgeous vehicles. My son was like, "This is this is his dream vehicle. He wants a Mustang. He ain't getting a Mustang, a 15 year old, 16 year old Mustang. My foot." But these Broncos are really cool. They're vintage Broncos, and they've completely restored them. The new paint job, new electronics on the inside, just gorgeous. I, I that's something I would love to have something like that, but I'm not going to pay hundred plus thousand dollars to get one. Um, that just I don't have that kind of money to to spend on. So I don't have that kind of money. Period. Let alone to buy something like that. But they're cool. But the F one fifty Lightning. A lot of people are like this thing is very intriguing. You could connect it to your house and power your house with the battery from the F-150 Lightning. The CEO of Ford drove one from, I think it was like Sacramento to to Las Las Vegas and knew there was a problem because the the lack of charging stations and how long it took to charge at places. It is a very intensive, the battery on this thing is so big, it's very, very intensive to to power. You've got to find high-speed charging. Uh, if you if you're lucky to be able to find it, it just takes a very long time to charge, and people don't want them. The market is signaling no. The market across the board is signaling that people in this country don't want electric vehicles, and we keep hearing the whole uh, Europe. We need to be like Europe. So you know, one of the fixations about the Europeans is their train system. I, I In fact, let me do this right now. Um, overlay Texas on Europe. This is just notable. If you overlay the United States on all of Europe, it's bigger than all of Europe. If you overlay Texas on Europe, Texas covers parts of Italy, France, Switzerland, Austria, the Czech Republic, a part of Poland, most of Germany, all of Belgium, all of Luxembourg, all of Liechtenstein, all of the Netherlands. Texas is bigger than most of Europe. Texas, a single American state, is bigger than most of Europe. The United States itself is ginormous compared to Europe. And the Europeans love their trains. Well, the Europeans were building out their train systems while the United States was slowly spreading west. And so they had these train systems uh, and they they love them, except, you know, there's a problem. There was a piece the other day 
that people are starting to realize it's cheaper to take planes in Europe than trains. The the plane trips, multi-country plane trips in Europe now, multi-country, you're flying from, say, London. Now, granted, it's outside the EU, but from you're taking a train from London down to the southern tip of France. It's easier to fly. It's quicker and it's cheaper. And the Europeans are now horrified by this, and they're trying to jack up carbon taxes on flights in Europe because they want the trains to be cheaper. So instead of actually finding a way to make the trains cheaper, they're just going to make the plane rides more expensive. There's another thing, too, with all of this, this whole idea of we should be more like Europe, where they're insisting people buy electric cars. They're punishing people for buying electric ve- for buying gas-powered vehicles. If I go 500 miles in any direction from where I am, I'll either wind up in the Atlantic or I'll wind up in the United States where someone will speak English. If I go 500 miles in almost any direction except for parts of France, if I go 500 miles in any direction in Europe, I'm not only in a completely different country, but with a completely different language. In Switzerland, they may speak English. In Swiss, they may speak French. They may speak German. In Germany, they speak German. They don't speak French, proudly so. In France, they speak French, and they speak English, but they don't want you to know they speak English. Then you go to Spain, and they speak Spanish, and they're glad to speak English. You go to England, and they speak English, but they're embarrassed by it. You go to Ireland and they speak English. They also speak Irish to some degree. Austria, they got Austrians, they got Germans. You go to Italy, they want you to speak Italian, but they love Americans. So they'll speak they'll speak English to you, but they don't want to speak French because they don't like the French. Hello, Napoleon. I mean, you go wherever you go in Europe, 500 miles, you're in a different country speaking a different language. You go 500 miles pretty much anywhere in the United States, you're either in Canada, A, eh, or you're in the United States. Maybe you get into northern Mexico if you don't die. And you know what? It's really convenient to fly in the United States and faster than the trains as well. We're seeing with the environmentalists with trains the same push towards electric vehicles, and people don't want them. They're trying to build a high-speed rail in California with massive government subsidies. They're like $4 billion into this thing and still can't get it built. In Texas, they've built, and in Florida, they're building uh, private railroad systems. And they're actually high speed and they're private without government subsidy and they're better and they're going into downtown areas and some people are liking them. So, for example, there's now from Orlando to Miami or I think it's to Orlando now, you can get on a high speed train that's a private entity, not not Amtrak. You can go from downtown to downtown. Now you run into problems with cars and access and the way the country's built, and the left is complaining about that, but at least it's private. I don't have a problem with that. I actually think the train is kind of cool. You get to see the countryside. But I have traveled by train from Atlanta, Georgia, to Washington, D.C. I will never do that again. I would rather be waterboarded by a fat feminist without any clothes on than go from Atlanta to D.C. in an Amtrak. It would be far less torturous to be waterboarded by one of those angry feminists in comfortable shoes. It was awful. Uh, You toss and you turn. Like I got the bedroom, too, with the private bathroom. I did not want to share the community bathroom. One time I had to travel from D.C. to Atlanta. Met some some people. We've gotten to be friends. They listen to the show. Fantastic. We stay in touch. 
father-son trip that we we hung out all night because none of us wanted to go back to our seats and I had to take the train because I had to be back and there was terrible weather. It was agonizing and I snore. I felt so bad for the woman who sat next to me and you stop like every few hours. The train shakes you awake when you get to the next stop and you finally make it down to Georgia and, and then I took that train up and you just toss and turn all night and then you're late. Flying is so much more convenient. Gas-powered vehicles for most people are more convenient. You can get a bigger car that holds more stuff, that goes further, and holds all your kids and your dog. But progressives who live in cities who are childless don't care. That is probably the biggest problem we have in this country today, seriously, is so many of the major public policy decisions— in Washington and New York that are being made for all of us are being made by childless progressives who live in cities, who don't know anything about the countryside or even suburbia, and they think the rest of us should adhere to their choices as opposed to giving people a choice. It's like the dishwasher regulation the Fifth Circuit has put on hold, the Biden administration trying to reverse the Trump administration regulations on dishwashers. I, so I was bragging the other day that well, I wasn't bragging. I was complaining about my dishwasher. It takes two hours, 15 minutes to wash a load of dishes. My old dishwasher took maybe less than an hour, did as good or better a job. And somebody sent me a note and said, oh, you got the Bosch. I got the cheap dishwasher. It takes three hours. I replied back, well, tell your wife to do it faster. But they found humor in it. I found humor in it. Many of you will not. Nonetheless, you know what the Fifth Circuit found is most people these days, because of these dishwashers, they're actually using more water, washing them by hand, and it's actually environmentally worse because of these new high-speed dishwashers. The left doesn't care. The, chi- the single childless progressives in New York and Washington, they don't care. Remember, they have illegal immigrants to pick their crops and wash their dishes. They think you should, too. That's what they tell us in the hearings. We need illegal aliens to mop our floors and wash our dishes. They're setting public policy, and they came up with this great idea. Let's get everyone in electric vehicles. Get everybody in electric vehicles. Nobody wants them. So in California, they're passing laws prohibiting the sale of fossil fuel burning vehicles. In Virginia, they're trying to do that. Uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin is fighting them on these, these uh, electric car mandates, they're trying to force us to live like single progressives in urban areas. It's not going to work. There will be hell to pay. Part of what we're seeing in this country right now at the ballot box is a major revolution of the people who are tired of the single secular progressive elite telling us to live like them. We don't want to live like them. We would like to grow up, get old, and have our children who take care of us instead of relying on the government to give us euthanasia like they're doing in Canada now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Greetings. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I want to go to Dan and take his phone call here on Open Line Friday. Dan, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? 
I'm doing very well, sir. First, I want to thank you for doing what you do. You're awesome. Thank you. Um, and my thanks, my Thanksgiving was so much better with your recipes. It was ridiculous. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. I'm so glad. It was great. Just a quick comment on the dishwasher issue that you just spoke about. Mm-hmm. I'm a specialist with one of the big box stores, and I my specialty is appliances. And one of the biggest problems we're having now is that the dishwashers are getting away from the element, the heating element, that actually heats to dry uh, most of the the dishes during that cycle. And what they're doing is they're using the hot air, as you said, Bosch, earlier. They use a hot air system where they're using the hot air created by the actual dishwashing cycles, and it takes up to two and a half to three hours to dry, and maybe they will be dry, maybe they won't. But the biggest problem is They don't have elements in all of the dishwashers like our ovens do to heat and to kill germs and to dry our dishes. Mm, That's interesting. Now, and they're also like highly, highly, highly water efficient, aren't they? So they don't, it takes them a lot longer to just spray water around. Isn't that the case? That is correct. In order to be considered high efficiency through the federal government, of course, they've mandated many things especially with laundry. Uh, They weigh the laundry now so it knows how much water to put in, which isn't enough to get it clean the first time around. So in retrospect, the same thing with dishwashers. Uh, To be high efficiency, they must use less water, which is not always a good thing because they have to use more cycles to get that water. So ridiculous. Man, that's that's really helpful information. It it, it is tremendously. I, I appreciate you calling in and telling me. Well, I appreciate you, sir. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Dan. Um, 877-973-7425. You want to be on the program? It is an open line Friday. We will loosen up the calls. Have you all heard? Well, you haven't heard them yet because it's wintertime. But for the first time since Thomas Jefferson was president, the cicadas are all coming out at one time. You know, they all come in waves. One's in a 13-year cycle, the Southern cycle, the Illinois cycles in a 17-year cycle. Those are just types of cicadas. For the first time in 221 years, they're all about to hatch together. Good gracious. All right, Vision Computer, there's a company that actually gets technology, unlike the federal government's regulations. Vision gets it. They want to be able to build you your laptops and desktops, PCs, and then they want to be your pretty much in-house IT department. If you're a small business, you should consider buying your company computers from Vision Computers. They can spec them out for you to meet your needs so it's not one size fits all like at the big box stores. You get what you actually need and want. And then your employees get their phone number, special number. I'm not going to give it to you over the rare, but you'll get it and you can call. 15 seconds or less, you get an answer. So an employee has an email question, a printer question. They need help. Something doesn't work right, they think, or they just don't know how to do something. Vision can navigate them. So you're not your in-house IT guy, and you save the salary from having to have an in-house IT guy because Vision does it. They can do it for your house as well. Visioncomputers.com. Visioncomputers.com. Or call them at 404-COMPUTE anywhere nationwide. Tell them Eric Erickson sent you. They'll give you an even better deal. Visioncomputers.com or 404-COMPUTE nationwide. They can help you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Greetings. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across America. It's an open line Friday, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, if you text DATA to 33777, not only can you subscribe to my show notes. So if you're new to the program, every day at noon, we send out all the stuff I'm going to talk about, all the links, everything, and a lot of extra stuff only for the subscribers. You can get a discount on the subscription by texting DATA to 33777. More importantly, you can pre-order my new book, You Shall Be As Gods. And you should, in fact, pre-order my new book um, because it's going to be a great book. Um, I'm excited by it. Uh, Essentially, take it on the wokes. If you want a sense of it, some of you have asked. I can give you a little sense of it. And it's essentially on on how um, the the wokes have become a new religion. In 2021, Pew Research released the results of a survey that showed that nearly 30% of Americans consider themselves unaffiliated with any religion. The percentage of nuns doubled in just over a decade. In the same time period, self-identified Christians dropped from 75% to 63% of the population. Why are so many formerly professing Christians joining the ranks of the nuns? The number is stunning. And several people have tried to understand and explain the significance of this shift in religious affiliation. A common answer is politics. Sadly, politics has become all-consuming for many, including Christians. As one researcher explains, with the growing divide between the political sides in the United States, many of the nuns are struggling to find a place to belong. They don't put up political yard signs. They don't go to political meetings. They feel left out, left behind, lost, unmoored, disconnected from the larger society. They feel like society doesn't work for them. Churches, which should be a refuge from the world, have become increasingly partisan. Political beliefs and debates are fracturing relationships, families, and even congregations. In response, a growing number of people are choosing to opt out of church altogether. But religion just doesn't go away. There are no real atheists. Everyone places faith in something, worships something or someone, even if it's a humanist religion that worships the self. Blaise Pascal is remembered for speaking of the God-shaped hole in everyone's heart. Paul explains in Romans 1 that humanity knows there's a God and that we should worship him. Left to our own devices, we will try to fill the God-shaped void in our lives with anything and everything imaginable. And that's what is happening even now when so many people claim to have no religion. That's the beginning of You Shall Be As Gods and goes on to explain how the left has become uh, essentially its own religion. It is this, the secularism of the left has, has morphed. And I, 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 you know, I wrote a book several years ago, you shall, you will be made to care. And, and you will be made to care. Uh, my buddy, Bill Blankshane and I wrote this to highlight how there's a rise in hostility to people of faith in this country. And, partisans of the left were forcing you to pick a side that you you either would pick their side or you would be punished or shunned from polite society for picking the wrong side 
And we talked about it even then that this was was morphing into something more. And at this point, it's really clear that what's happening is the development of this religion by the left. So that's what the book is about. It's written in an easy-to-understand level. It's, it, it's, I don't want to write at an academic gobbledygook level. I uh, want you to be able to understand what's going on and, and also solutions to what's going on, how to think about the world around you and how to engage with that world, uh, but also to be mindful of, of the insanity. There, there is let, let, let me, I want to play you this little bit of a, a clip here. We, we talk about the, the transgenderism issue and, and the insanity of what's happening in the world. Listen, listen to this kid. This is a kid on TikTok where so many kids are going to be indoctrinated. Just listen. Hello. I have been asked by the other system members to make a video and talk a bit about my lived experience. I am binary. I use it and he pronouns, and I am a robot or android of sorts. I am not human, and I lack the ability to fully act human, because since I spawned in this human body, I have not been able to access the internet and download new ways of acting. I have transcripts for every way of acting and reacting to different things, and I lack new ones due to not being able to connect to the internet anymore. So there, I cannot always react accordingly to new things because I cannot look it up anymore and do not know how to act and react. Um, that's a mental health issue. And probably, probably it is someone suffering from a level of autism or Asperger's who has convinced herself that she is an it-he, autonomous, android, robotic-like device that is actually incompatible with humanity because she has now been spawned into a human body and can no longer connect digitally to upload new ways of thinking and programming. That that's that's her claim. Sounds like Greta Thunberg, but it's someone different. This is a mental health issue. And so much of what we have in the world today is these problems. There there are spiritual and mental issues. And the world itself affirms them. It used to be so often that if if something was uh, not right in your head and it, and it didn't manifest physically, we we would explain this was this is a mental health issue. Nowadays, we decide that well, we've got it. We need to take steps to align your outward appearance to your inward belief. We need to do surgery and stuff. It's 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 demented. I saw a guy, he's a PhD on online, and he has up a picture of a fish claiming that uh, sex and gender both are malleable and on a spectrum. It's not a, not binary uh, because some fish can become male and, and, or they can change their sex over time, like clownfish in some ways. We're not fish. If you, if you think this can work for you, I challenge you to go into your local swimming pool and underwater take some very deep breaths and see what happens. 
just just see if you're a fish or not. All of this is a religion. There are scientists who have embraced the religion, much like in in the ancient world, there were uh, quasi-metaphysical scientists and witch doctors who believe you could turn other things into gold. All of these things are, are witchcraft. It's 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 mental. It's uh, pseudoscience. It is a, 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 a metaphysical. And so that's that. Actually, that's that's why I wrote this. I mean, this, this audio came up today, and, and this this supposed PhD geneticist making these wild claims today uh, about gender and sex, and it's 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 not scientific. It is not scientific. You have scientists who are engaged in non-scientific nonsense because that is the orthodoxy of this left-wing religion that has cropped up. This, the, there are, there's no atheists. Everybody worships something, and these people are worshiping self, and they, they have created idols in their own image, and that's what they're worshiping. So if you want to get the book, it's easy to understand. Just text the word DATA to 33777. I, I promise I'm not going to do like infomercials on my radio show about this book. Just so many of you have asked in the last 24, 48 hours since I told you pre-sales were open, what's it about? That's what it's about. But also how to deal with it in, in society for yourself and your family. Don't want to just give you the problems, but give you some solutions as well. Now, it is open line Friday. I'm happy to take your calls, 877-973-7425. Before I do that, though, speaking of the, the mental health issues on display in the world today, can we talk about Davos? Because they're back. They do this every year. And have you ever noticed that they want you to give things up? They don't want to give things up. They want to fly on their private flights. They could do Zoom calls. They could do Davos by Zoom. But they choose not to because they want to get everyone together there. And when they get there, they want to do deep fear scenarios about the state of the world. All of us, I guarantee you, have heard about the Arctic running out of ice. I, you know, several, a number of years ago, I would do a radio show and it was kind of a left and right discussion with a guy from New York uh, who was also liberal. So it was always two against one. And I remember doing one with Ron Reagan and he was in despair that day. Ron Reagan, Ronald Reagan's son, he was in despair because there was no ice in the Arctic. There was no ice in the Arctic, and it was a terrible sign, and 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 the Arctic was going to be ice-free. Well, of course, there was ice in the Arctic, and it didn't matter, uh, but he epistemically believed there was no ice, even though there was there. Now, here at Davos, there's a professor from London. Listen to this. And I would say, you know, in the 90s when I started my research, I wasn't too concerned about global warming at that time. It seemed like things were quite stable. You might have a high melt year or low ice year, but it would be compensated the following year. But then things really started to switch in the 2000s. And what has happened is like the loss of Arctic sea ice has essentially become our poster child for climate change. We've been seeing these dramatic losses of the ice, not only in summer, but also in winter now. And we face the real prospects that an ice-free Arctic Ocean in summer is probably within our time frame in the next 20, 25 years, given the pace of warming in the Arctic. Got that. We're, we're going to see no ice. Remember, Barack Obama's administration put signs at Glacier National Park that said by 2020, these glaciers or the, the, the glaciers will be melted due to global warming. And they had to take the signs down in 2020. True story. 
that that literally happened. They had to take the signs down because they were predicting that they would be out of ice. We've been hearing these stories for so long. And if anything, the nightmare scenarios just amplify the level of cynicism people have about this stuff, and understandably so, because none of it has panned out. They give you these fear scenarios. They try to scare you. If anything, if there is climate change, adapt to it. They talk about the, the rising oceans and the flooding in Miami. You know the number one reason for flooding in Miami? Miami is regularly flooded now. Do you know the number one reason? It's not climate change. It's not rising oceans. It's Miami is sinking because they've sucked so much water out of the ground aquifers. It's called settlement, and the land is sinking. That's why there's flooding in Miami, an inconvenient truth for these people. And they don't want to talk about the settlement. They don't want to talk about in New York City, by the way, same thing. New York is more prone to flooding now. It has a lot to do with, one, the level of concrete, and two, the level of, of settling of the ground. Underwater underwater aquifers being tapped out, the land starts to sink, and they're like, oh, it's the rise of the oceans. No, it's the land is sinking, you idiots. And it was all predictable. Well before they decided to do this racket on climate change, they were saying this is what's going to happen. There's going to be settlement. The land's going to sink. And then they changed their tune because, you know, there's no massive government grants for land settlement, but there sure is for climate change. Follow the Benjamins, I guess Ilhan Omar would say. Now, I want you to follow me over to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric and sign up with them. Americans for Prosperity wants to train you to be an effective conservative activist for limited government, for common sense conservative solutions, for business regulation, taxation, for schools like school choice. They're big advocates of school choice. Americans for Prosperity will teach you, give you the knowledge, help you go to door to door, to explain things to your neighbors, to get them on the same page, to go to your state legislature, to go to your local school board, go to your local city council, and to advocate for just common sense conservative solutions at the local and state level. They are organized in 36, 38 states. They've got people in all of the states, though. They've got over 4 million activists. They want you on their side. Americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Go sign up with Americans for Prosperity today. You can become a much more conservative, effective conservative activist fighting to reduce the government burdens in our lives. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Y'all should see my notes from Charlie. So some dude keeps calling the show. Talking about how he's got a Bosch dishwasher and they're so fantastic. I've got one too, and they are great. They're super quiet, super quiet. They're they're fantastic dishwashers. They are probably the best dishwasher you can buy right now. There are two Bosches. One of them is actually quieter, and it's the better one. They're really great dishwashers, but it still takes two plus hours to do the dishes. They they dry better than most of the dishwashers right now because of how they circulate the air. Like the the Dan called in earlier who works with dishwashers and would say this, but still two hours to wash your dishes. I can wash them quicker by hand, but I'm not going to. Um, it's, just, it's, it's absurd that it takes that long to wash dishes when my old dishwasher that we would have kept except it broke and they didn't make parts for it anymore. 
and it was a great dishwasher. And that dishwasher did not take two hours to wash dishes. They were dry. They were good. Uh, good grief. Um, it is, it's, it's absurd. So yeah, dude, I, I agree with you. Your Bosch dishwasher, I got it too. It's good, but it's still not as good as one you could get 10 years ago from Bosch. The 10 year ago Bosch cleaned your dishes a lot faster. And Donald Trump uh, passed regulations to allow people to choose the sort of dishwasher they wanted. The Biden administration has tried to repeal them and the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals said no. No, you got to give people choice because your current dishwasher regulations actually make people use more water by washing them by hand. It's just absurd. Like, you know, I, I had on uh, Frank Windsor from Renai the other day, and he was pointing out that the Biden administration wants to pass regulations to shut down a lot of tankless water heaters because they can get a 1% increase in efficiency with the change. So an entire industry could be put out of business for a 1% increase in efficiency. It's absolute mind-numbing that these people are in charge. If I were president, if, if the Republicans can win and they, they take the House and the Senate by good margins, they should write something. They should call it the Jennifer Granholm Act to spider and repeal by law every one of these regulations. Get rid of them and bind the regulatory state through legislation if they can do it. I mean, the upside is so much of this stuff can get done through through re- uh, regulation from the right, but the right so often doesn't have will to. Even the last time when Trump was in, in office, they really, like the, 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 the EPA and others, slow rolled the regulations because there were so many members of the left that it embedded within these organizations, they dragged them out. At least now we know and, and can speed it up for the next Republican administration to, to undo the damage of this stuff. It's just absurd. All right, it's an open line Friday. The phone number is 877-973-7425. When we come back, we got to talk about not just the whiny threats to to democracy on the left, but the DEI scam continues. University of Wisconsin doubling down on DEI education for white students in law school, no less. How absolutely bizarre that they're going down this road. I'll take y'all's phone calls as well. And you can text DATA to 33777 to order the book. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.